Yo, it's G. G. Yo, 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 yo. It's G. You're listening to the Yo, it's G podcast. It's interactive. Interactive. It's a variety show ranging from today's hot topics to social issues and everything in between. From his lips to your ears. Uncensored and unapologetic. It's time. It's time. It's time for another episode. So shut up. Shut up. Turn it up. All right, let's do this. It's showtime. Welcome to the show, everyone. Back with another episode. Today, we're going to continue to examine the bombshell that is the Jussie Smollett case I talked about in the first episode, and the fact that suddenly, all 16 felony indictments against the embattled actor have been dropped in a move nobody, including me, saw coming. Donald Trump, our president, no surprise, issuing a tweet, But he is weighed in, saying he's going to have the FBI and the DOJ look into this matter. So this story is clearly still developing, but we're going to get into it uh, as much as we can here today with what is known. But first, as always, we have to dive into the Yo! It's G! fan mail because we have some conversation to get to. So let's jump right in. Well, well, well. Looks like you guys do check your emails. It's time to open up the Yo! It's G! fan mail. I have several ways to contact the show, and I announced those ways in the opening episode, and you guys definitely are responding. First, I have to say that as much as I appreciate you guys listening, please don't ask me to call you. I literally had somebody message me. They said, hello, and I said, hi. And this was on Facebook Messenger. And they said, you can call me now. And I I honestly did not know how to respond to that. But I will say this and address this. I am not going to call you. Okay? We want to keep everything um, as topic-specific as possible so I can bring uh, the best show to you. Uh, And I do respond to all of you. Um, as you found out. So no emails this week in the email box on Gmail, but uh, the messages in in Facebook Messenger have been supportive over my comments. And uh, I did receive some preemptive messages about the current situation with Jussie Smollett. And that's why we're going to get into it today. Uh, The Instagram on podcast gaining followers this week. Now, I will say full disclosure, I have no clue what I'm doing when it comes to Instagram. I, I really don't. So bear with me, guys. I really appreciate it. Uh, The Twitter, uh, it's going strong. You guys um, are responding to some poll questions that I'm putting out. Uh, I do want to announce that uh, I will be doing an episode dedicated to mental health uh, per some of the results that I got. Uh, That episode, though, not going to be coming right away. So there's a lot that's going to go into that show. Okay. A lot, including some personal experiences. Uh, So we're going to Definitely talk about it, uh, but it's not going to be for a while. Uh, That episode is going to take some time to put together. So I'll announce it, though, when it's ready to go and about to drop. Um, Feedback in polls. You guys definitely looking for a mixture variety show like this is of fun 
and lighthearted material, as well as some hard-hitting social content. So I'll be sure to mix it up and keep it interesting. I have some show ideas, nothing I'm going to announce right now, uh, but uh, should be a good time. Uh, it's important uh, for me to address this in the segment uh, right off the jump so you guys know that I am listening loud and clear. So keep those messages coming, the good and the bad, if you have something to say, uh, as this is an open platform uh, on the YoHG podcast. Now let's get back into the show today. The Jussie Smollett case, this is bizarre. On March 26th, prosecutors abruptly dropping all charges against him after the Empire actor was accused and charged with faking an anti-gay attack on himself, a hate crime. He has agreed to let the city keep his $10,000 in bond and perform community service, but still continues to maintain his innocence. Now, if I was innocent of something, I'm certainly not taking any deals. I'm certainly not letting the city keep my bond money, and I'm not doing any community service. If I'm innocent, I'm innocent. Am I right or am I right? I would be correct. The dismissal, though, has drawn immediate backlash. Chicago Mayor Rahm Emanuel has called the deal a whitewash of justice, that's a quote, and lashed out at Smollett for dragging the city's reputation through the mud in a quest to advance his career. Now, as much as I agree with the mayor's comments about Smollett, the city of Chicago has a barrage of corruption and has for many years, so trying to single out Smollett as the reason for Chicago's reputation is a reach. Even though Smollett is trash, he isn't the landfill that represents Chicago's sordid history of judicial bullshit. Smollett's attorneys say his record has been wiped clean of the 16 felony counts related to making a false report that he was assaulted by two men. The actor agreeing to do community service, assisted, insisting rather that he's been truthful and consistent on every single level since day one, then why community service? Why are you agreeing to forfeit your bond for $10,000? In a statement, a spokeswoman for the Cook County Prosecutor's Office said the dismissal came after reviewing all the facts and circumstances of the case. They're saying, this is not an exoneration, but a disposition and an appropriate resolution to the case against the actor and that the state's attorney's office stands behind the investigation and the facts. This is, for lack of a better term, complete bullshit. This man concocted a hate crime to further his acting career and just as quickly as charges and indictments were filed against him, they were wiped away, which is unprecedented. I'm familiar with things enough that prosecutors will sometimes insist that a defendant accept some responsibility in exchange for a reduction or dismissal of charges. Smollett has accepted no such responsibility. In fact, he remains firm in his words that he did not stage the attack when the evidence says otherwise. 
evidence in which the people of Chicago assembled and indicted him on. I mean, the only thing that this does is brings to the surface questions about the legal system in the United States. If we are to take the Cook County Prosecutor's Office at their word, that after reviewing all the facts and circumstances that the evidence was not sufficient to continue prosecution, then why was Smollett charged to begin with? If we, the American people, are to believe the Cook County Prosecutor's Office, then I would be led to believe that they are incompetent. What does this say about the people who work in our court systems in America? These are people who hold the lives of us, the citizens, in their hands when they decide whether or not to file charges against us. It has to do with the Fourth Amendment and a little thing called probable cause. And you may be wondering, well, what is probable cause? I looked it up. Probable cause is sufficient to reason based upon known facts to believe a crime has been committed or that certain property is connected with a crime. Probable cause must exist for a law enforcement officer to make an arrest without a warrant, search without a warrant, or seize property in the belief that items were evidence of crime. Probable cause is the smallest fraction in which someone can be believed to have committed a crime. And if a court or grand jury finds it reasonable, charges can be filed and the case moved forward for trial. The public nature of this case intensified only because of Smollett's stature in the public eye. And that is the only reason we ever heard about it. I haven't looked it up but I'm sure there are cases like this one and I would bet the outcome was not the same for individuals who don't have the deep pockets that Smollett has. I made a statement in the last episode that justice should be blind, not its people. If you don't believe me and didn't then, do you believe me now? Joseph Maggots, the first assistant state's attorney, said prosecutors, and I quote, stand behind the investigation and the facts, end quote. Really? I think that's bullshit. Smollett has been vocal about his innocence and his legal team has been parading around saying they want their day in court with TV cameras so that America could know the truth. Instead, they brokered a deal to circumvent judicial process, like privileged people do who break the law. In the end, Smollett didn't damage the reputation of Chicago. They did it to themselves and allowed the circus by assigning Cook County State Attorney Kim Fox to prosecute him. She recused herself, only it was discovered that she'd been in communication with Tina Techen, a friend of the Smollett family. Weeks before a grand jury indicted Smollett on the theory he falsely reported being the victim of a hate crime, relatives of the actor who was black and gay, had expressed to Techen concerns about the investigation by Chicago police. Getting the right person to take these sorts of concerns seriously has been a hallmark of Techen's career, highlighted by a stint as then First Lady Michelle Obama's chief of staff, and now by her work relating, uh, leading rather a probe of workplace culture at the Southern Poverty Law Center. According to text and email messages, Techen reportedly reached out to Fox just three days after the attack report, stating that the family had concerns about the investigation in which Fox replied that she convinced Eddie Johnson, 
the Chicago police superintendent to reach out to the FBI to take over the investigation. Fox additionally responded to a Smollett family friend via text message after Tetchen gave out her phone number and communicated about the case. Tetchen has released a statement saying her intentions were not to interfere with the investigation, and quite frankly, that's a lie. She obstructed justice for the people of Chicago. She violated the law. Tetchen helped to destroy judicial process by not contacting, by not only contacting Ms. Fox, but by giving out her phone number to allow family friends of Smollett to text message directly with the city attorney in charge of prosecuting the case. The miscarriage of justice is absurd, and this case and the fault falls squarely on the shoulders of Ms. Fox for allowing the circus. She should have supplied no comment to Ms. Tetchen and rebuked the attempts from a family friend of Jesse Smollett. So I stand by my comments to the mayor of Chicago when he says that this was a whitewash of justice. No, sir. Your circus clowns and the city attorney's office are to blame here, and perhaps it's time you clean house of the misconduct. This still does not excuse Jesse Smollett and his crimes. Donald Trump now ordering the FBI and DOJ to look into this matter on a federal level. I don't agree with pretty much anything that Donald Trump does, but I agree with this. Smollett needs to be held accountable, and I'm hopeful he is, because this staged attack was not a victimless crime. Smollett has hurt every member of the LGBT community and Black Lives Matter community. He has damaged so much work that people have done to fight for equality. And the fact that he does it with a straight face is sociopathic behavior. To stand and, and give a speech saying, I wouldn't be my mother's son if I was capable of this, then whose son are you? Because you, sir, are not your mother's son. And I don't even know your mother. I'm just going by what you say. I asked you guys via Twitter if you think Smollett is guilty or innocent. An overwhelming 86% of you think he is, and there's some of you that think he's innocent. I would love to hear from those that think he is innocent and your reasons why. I don't want to hear, yep, I think he's innocent. I want to know your why. Why do you think that Jesse Smollett is innocent when the evidence overwhelmingly shows that he is guilty? So I pose two questions to you the listeners. Did Smollett so far get away with this because of his privilege in Hollywood? Or do you think the city attorney's office is to blame and the incompetence that runs amok in the city of Chicago? I think it's both. The more I look into this case, the more I think that the people of Chicago need justice. But I want your opinions. I want to hear what you have to say. Instagram me, Facebook me, Twitter me. Is that a thing? Twittering me? Tweet me, I guess is what I should say. I want to know what you think. I want actual responses. And I'm going to continue to push out polls uh, in response uh, to this episode as well. And I want you guys to engage with me because I think this is such a huge topic. It needs to be discussed. This is a major social issue in this country, equality, privilege, just like the first episode. If you think it isn't, you're not paying attention. In closing this episode, though, this story is ongoing. 
and I'm sure is going to be discussed and analyzed even more on this podcast. But for the next few episodes, barring some huge news with this case or some awesome feedback from from this episode, we're going to discuss and move on to some other things. So if you want to contact me, the contact details are in the closing of the show. With that said, thanks for listening and remember to always be the type of person you want to meet. You've been listening to the Yo! It's G! Podcast. Subscribe for more episodes on iTunes. And you can connect and follow the show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for additional content by searching the show name, Yo! It's G! Podcast. And don't forget the exclamation point. You can also email the show at Yo! It's G! Podcast at gmail.com. Till next time. Goodbye.